Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Minority Report. It's been a while. We've missed you guys, but we're happy to be back. Yes, we are. This yes, is, we uh, are. Yeah. Our buddy Alex is back. I'm back. I'm back and I'm better. Baby been face. A minute. <laughs> Baby face. If you guys can see this video right now, yep, I'm all clear shaven and everything. But Clear shaven. Clean shaven. My bad. I'm kind of nervous right now. Hee hee hee. But... So this, yeah. is a, this is a bit of a new scenario for us because a couple of us have gone back to college, or one of us went back to College Station, a couple of us are still at home, and I went to, or I'm in D.C. right now, yeah. doing something new, but bottom of the line is... Chasing trompito. Chasing trompito. Bottom of the line is, spring break is over. We're all working again. Finally, oh, the oh. longest, the longest spring the long, break oh, ever. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got break. it. <laughs> yeah, because we went on spring break and then we had a class and never bro. came back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can say, I guess, yeah, it was the longest spring break or summer too. I could, I call it summer. Like it was the longest summer ever. It was a Phineas and Ferb summer, bro. That's what like, I say. Yeah, guys, yeah, have a true. have a safe uh, spring break and then come back and we'll start again. Never, we nah. never came, never came back. Never came back. Oh, we gonna have. The Thursday of that spring break, your class is online. Rest of the semester, yeah. year, you get ready. Wait, why you act like we haven't had like six podcasts then? No, but no, but I mean we're doing a recap. We're, now we're, we're like, back in school, like like they're back in, yeah. like I was back in school. Yeah, like everything is back to normal per se, but normal. not really. But yeah, we we mostly just started a new chapter in our lives. I guess you can say that, or or you know. We continued. Yeah. Oh man. Well, anyway, yeah. Back. Life is back on track. You know, not really, but it's trying to. Sports are back too. NBA's back, baby. Playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. Kinda. Kinda. Uh, after a short, very brief intermission of what a day or two that uh, they stopped playing because of the pro- protesting. The yet another shooting. They heard the whips crack from the owners and got back to it. Okay. <laughs> Bro, I saw this meme of uh like the the Django movie with dude. It's like it's not what I said. It's like I'm gonna be with you guys, right? Like I'm gonna follow, I'm gonna be with the NBA. Uh you 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 black players were in solidarity with me together, whatever. And like, oh yes, we're gonna cancel the playoffs, right? Uh, that's not what I said. <laughs> oh like, man. I don't know, I'm confused. A lot of stuff is, is, is messy with the protests and the James Blake thing and, and the gonna, House thing. And we're gonna get into that later in the app. Yeah. Which we are, yes. I feel like we kind of talked about it just uh, so people know. Um, Alex is back in Seastad. He's taking mostly online classes, I suppose. Just one class in uh, person, bro. Just one class in person? One yeah. too many. Trying to trying to stay safe while everybody else in CSET, you know, goes trying to live, you know? it around. Yeah. Yep. Trying to stay alive. Yadiel is uh, doing his final preparations to kick some ass in this L set. Inshallah. Isaiah as well, Isaiah. right, Juan? Yeah, Isaiah is staying cool as always. Staying cool. <laughs> yeah, Staying cool as always. Cool dude. Cool dude. <laughs> oh. and, uh, then I started an internship in DC. 
Just a round of applause for the for the man. Congrats, he made it. He made it. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, sir. Hopefully, I'll be in your shoes in a couple of months. All right, all right. Real quick, just wanted to say rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther, Mr. Jackie Robinson, Mr. Thurgood Marshall. Am I missing anyone? Um, James Brown. This is James Brown. James Brown. I want to say rest in peace. Thank you for putting rest in power. King just wanted to say thank you for everything you did for you put yourself through hell just to give black people representation on screen which matters yeah. a lot that's it's uh it was very sad you know he was filming movies while he was battling cancer like that's that's I don't know I can't even describe I, don't, I can't even use, use the words bro, bro to say how strong that is you know like it's crazy yeah, and having kids as well at the same time. Yeah. Every time he would be in like a off season where he wasn't filming or getting ready to film or just picking scripts, he was doing chemo. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. I'm sure. I'm, I assume so. But no, it also sucks because I remember, especially during the what was it, the NBA All Star Weekend, he was one of the judges. He looked super skinny. People, Bro, he looked sad. Yeah, he looked sad. People were bashing on him, dude. People. People were telling him shit. Oh, yeah. They were when making he went, fun of him. When he, on, on, when he went on Insta Live, I think you're talking yeah, about Yeah, yeah, that man. too. He looked super skinny. And, uh, I mean, people didn't know what was happening with him, man. He kept it to himself. No, It's his choice not to tell people. So, But you never know what someone's going through, you know? Even celebrities, yeah. even famous people. So, yeah, it's, it's sad. But, hey, he's... Yeah, to the same extent, I also hate when, like fans get mad at other celebrities that may have worked with said person like, why aren't you saying anything why haven't you said uh well wishes whatever it's like yeah, bro yeah. They, they actually know this person they've actually met them they talked to them they probably had thousands of phone calls with them and talked to them in person and you're expecting yeah. them to now do a performative act for you for the, for exactly. the fans you're like oh yeah a uh, great great co-worker it's like they don't have to do that yeah they can do it and it's all good but like they don't also have to do that um, yeah, and also everyone everyone goes through this differently, you know. Yeah, some people yeah. of grief that are very yeah, exactly. Some people, people are very grieve differently to, too. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes they don't post anything. Like for example, uh, Schoolboy Q. Remember Mac Miller died. Um, he didn't post anything on social media, and they were hella tight. Which makes no sense at all. Yeah. It's because it's because too many people value performative activism over real feelings, real thoughts, or just act, real act. Yeah, but then like for example, look up that interview he had with um, Charlemagne where he was crying. With Charlemagne where he was crying. Yeah, exactly. But even back if it didn't to, exist. That doesn't matter. Going yeah. back to what you said, Isaiah, and what we're talking about right now, like even myself, I can, I can say I'm, I, I felt like that at some point, especially with like Chadwick, because, you know, like. The Avengers cast, say like Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans. I saw a tweet that they they tweeted about him, and it was just like a couple of sentences, like just even one sentence. I'm like, that's it. That's all you have to. That's all you have to say about his passing. Like, come on. But no, like what you said makes sense. You know, people they actually know the person. So yes, like even if they didn't, let's say they posted a picture of him with no words, people are gonna be mad, right? Yeah. But you don't know what's going on in their head you don't know the relationship with the person be it good or bad maybe they're just keeping quiet because they don't want to say anything 
bad, you know, they don't want to say, or not anything bad, but anything false, you know, like they don't want to say, oh, you were my good friend and, and you weren't, you know, like if you say nothing, you can't really get someone on that. But uh, most of the time it's just like, come on, like be quiet. You don't even know. Yeah. You don't know the person. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. One of the best ones to ever do it. Ah, on screen and off screen. Rest in peace. Yes, sir. Um, right. I guess I'll transition now. And then just wanted to see if anybody saw the world famous RNC and DNC. I did. Yes. I actually did didn't. Did you see the amount of certain substances that pe- it looked like people were uh, taking uh, screaming actually, at the top a, of their lungs really in, a, in an empty stadium <laughs> i want to say something really quick so um the night that trump gave his speech for the rnc my roommates and i decided to play a drinking game where we would take a sip every time a sip not a shot because that would be impossible we would take a s- end up blacked out what blacked out within five minutes We'd take a sip every time that Trump said Biden or every time that he lied. That was horrible, man. That was fucking <laughs> what? That's yeah. yeah. But and the I mean, is like, define lying though. Like, are you all fact checkers or something? I'll give you an example. No, that's what he did. That's what he did. He did. He, Trump said, we have built a lot of the wall. Juan said, God. Exactly. <laughs> America isn't the best states have been in and ever. I've done the most for anyone in that Towards American the beginning, community. he was saying that this is the most important election of all time. Obviously, this is not fucking true because there's a, there's a certain election that led to a fucking civil war. You know? I feel yeah. like that's but a little bit more important than this shit. Ooh. Then uh, I'll take back my, my sip. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yep. spit it out. Venezuelan unemployment is down 25%. That's because of me. You see these people, they try to talk to you about healthcare as a right. Ask Venezuela about it. Yeah, Isaiah, describe that. How, how was it? You told me about it, but I, I didn't actually saw it. But you said it was a Crayola um, it was box. a crayon box. Man had every single color up there. You're trying to tell you, I, I love everyone. And then this bro, I was so mad. Me and my parents were watching this. Black dude was smiling too hard. He, he's so crazy, and I'm so happy. Yes, thank you. But in my, I was like, bro, you don't relax. But it's upsetting to people because it's like they can't even have their ceremonies. And then this happens, and it's obviously performative, and it's, it has a reason for it. So. Yeah. But uh, not nah, Trump. Trump got in his bag. This man had 1,900 people at his uh, at his no speech, mask, shoulder to shoulder. Straight vibes. And then like maybe 13 of them were wearing masks. Straight vibes. Yeah. Jesus. They're, they're you know crazy. what I hated? Every straight every time they said something about a minority, <laughs> they would like fucking zoom in on like one of the three black people in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, yes. Why is that a surprise? I mean, that's part. Uh, that's in their yes, contract. President. That's in their contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, when this, when this dude when this dude pardoned the reform criminal he said I used to be a bank robber and the FBI agent who arrested me and slammed me on the pavement is now my best friend I was like if you don't get off Bro, this man was, actually, they were all standing he actually said that they were all, yes they were all standing straight 
into the camera. They're all standing like side by side, right? Trying to have a conversation. They're saying things like, yes, President Trump, I believe you're going to be the president for us. Trump's just like, like, I don't, dude was mad. He didn't look like he wanted to be there at all. He's like, yes, uh, this is a great occasion. I'm so happy with these people. Um, uh, just want to make things happen in this country. It's just like, they, they never look at each other once. They're right, having a conversation. That sounded like Rick Ross. Huh? <laughs> that sounded like Rick Ross for a sec. The most. The most. <laughs> the most. Oh, God. Yeah, I think it was, uh, it was interesting, man. It was... Uh... I, I was think, disappointed about. I think uh, both in, of them were absolutely speech. horrible. Melania's speech was not spicy like I wanted. It was so cookie cutter. Melania's speech. Melania's. Yeah, because now she can't copy so uh, Michelle. She can't copy Michelle, so yeah. she gotta come up with her own shit. Like, it's not gonna be as good. Oh, that was boring as hell. What yeah. did you expect? Some spicy shit. Yeah, final opinion. I thought both of the conventions were absolute. Nobody knows. What about the DNC? We haven't talked about that. That shit is fucking garbage. I mean, it was equally. It was weird. This man Biden was like a, a library basement <laughs> with his kids the funny and family. Thing is, the funny thing is that that was Biden's probably his best speech that he's done in this whole process. The whole campaign. His basement? No, no, no. Oh, not, his not the, no, his actual speech because like yeah. all he had to do was not slur over words. Not look like he had oh, dementia. No, he was speaking confident. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As long as he didn't look like he had dementia, it wasn't like slowing down, stuff like that. He was straight to the point. He was good. But every everybody else was like, "What about Kamala? What about her? Did she speak? I prefer not to speak. What? I, I don't. I don't remember uh, if she spoke. I I don't remember if she spoke actually. I, yeah. I don't remember because I didn't watch all of it. She probably did. Yeah. Right. Have you I seen saw... his Lincoln Project? Have you seen the Lincoln Project thing? No. The the Republicans against Trump, but it's like it kind of seems like they're trolling. You don't know what that, what that is? No. Was that did they put that on the on the DNC? Probably. I don't know. Oh. They were like Trump is looking very sickly. Do you want this man to be your next president? He can't even walk straight. I'm be like, bro. <laughs> Bro, he, he walks like he's a, like the front half of a centaur. Have you seen that shit? Yeah, his body, he's like leaning yeah, forward. Like, his body leans forward when he walks, yeah. I mean, and he, his, his hands don't move that much either. I haven't seen his diet. Just like stuck to his what side. Things about to happen? Doesn't that man drink like 20,000 Dr. Peppers a day or something? Diet Coke and a Big Diet Mac Coke, per day. And then when he brings people over, he has the finest American lunch and gets like Big Macs, cheeseburgers. That makes uh, sense, you know. Taco Bell, and he sits, he sits on down. Oh man. Yeah, but I thought it was bad. I, I thought, but I thought it was both sides. Like, it's this, it's, it's just, it's sad, man. I don't know. It's November, about to be a little shaky. Yeah, we'll yeah. just have to wait and see. Well, I'll, I'll be in the heat of it all. I'll tell you guys how it yeah. goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be our first correspondent for the yeah. for the podcast. Let's just mail our votes to Juan, and then Juan can send them. He is. He's not. <laughs> he's not going to get. It's not going to get to him. <laughs> like, here you go, uh, Mr. Trump. Here's a, here's a vote for you from 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 Isaiah Kawesa. Another vote for you. Man, this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm whoa. I'm looking at the post office, bro, and this looking like straight third world election fraud. Like it, it's straight <laughs> out of the Dominican, <laughs> bro, Cuban. <laughs> 
Latin America voter. Bro, this is going to happen. You're going to have only votes for Trump. It's going to be in cities where there's not even that many people. And there's going to be more votes for Trump in that in that county. Than the actual population. In the backyard of the White House, you're going to have people burning the other votes, the other ballots. <laughs> Oh no, no, that's okay. They're gonna Uganda, call Belarus. The West... They're gonna call Belarus and say, "Hey, yo, how you do that one? How, how, <laughs> how you do that one? How, how you do that one?" <laughs> bro, bro, in Uganda, the last bro. election, they literally had these people like t- taking the the votes in the back of like a bus, <laughs> and the people would like stampede the bus and start throwing the votes all over the floor. And there's a video of this woman just picking up votes and people are peeing. Oh my god. People are peeing on the votes. What? And then, then the president is having a celebratory party 10 hours or so before the election votes are even like red. Because like, he already, knows, so he already knows he won. Bro, he's a 30 year president. Yeah, that's no. so sad. That's crazy. That's horrible. Dude, this is the year 2020, and we're seeing this fucking shit. Yeah. I think I've I've also seen, I haven't seen personally cases of corruption like that, of voter fraud, but uh, I saw a video no, in Mexico. It. It was, you've seen it. In no, Mexico. no, but, no, no, yeah, but I haven't seen it firsthand, though. I saw a video, though, on the web about uh, this lady. I think it was some state elections or something like that, uh, couple, like a couple, couple of months ago. And the lady that was working the voting booth, after everybody was done, you can just see her, somebody was recording her from a distance. Everybody was gone already. But she was grabbing all the voting ballots, all the pieces of paper where you vote. She was filing them out. She was writing them, out, them down for um, like herself, like a bunch of them, just writing them out and putting them in the box. For this and this. Yeah, like right there. In first, like, no, no, like in plain sight, bro. There was nobody in line. I think the voting booths were closed already, but she was just... Like nah, nah. It Where was, was this? Crazy in Mexico. Y'all I don't know what, like, I don't know what act, state. Y'all acting like voter fraud hasn't I'll happened here though, and like within the last year, literally well, happened. Mexico is the one country that's all Mexique. It's better hidden. They're not in plain sight. I mean, it's yeah. was it better hidden? They said the, the 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 app messed up, and they're still counting, but they think they got the popular vote. And then Buttigieg's like, I won, I won, I won, I won the state, I won Iowa, and people are like, yo, the things, I, I won, I won. I won. It's not even over. I won. I won. I won. I won. I won the state. I won the state. I won the state. I won. And like people are like, how do you? How did you win? Yeah, I said this Spanish. I said Spanish. I gane. I I gane. I compra. I mean, I I gane. Like he was saying, he won before like anyone knew the votes. Oh, uh, I forgot Budicic. He speaks Spanish, right? Or yeah, tries to. He, Spanish, he tries he speaks, to. Speak. He speaks Spanish and then goes. And freaking puts the Latin people in his community in jail, just like the black people. It is. It's performative. It's like Beto. Yo, where are Garar? Uh, El Boto Hispano para el Partido Democrato. And Jeb Bush. But no, but Jeb Bush could get it in his bag. Jeb Bush actually speaks Spanish. I think, yeah, he actually does speak Bush. His wife, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, got, that, that gave me a shock. I was remember, what was it, like two lectures ago? This man started rattling it off. I was like, damn, I want some Taco Bell. That's crazy. I was in his bag. He got in his bag. He said, he said please clap. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but yeah, that, this this I don't know, man. This like November looking spooky, and they I think I think there's like a, a study that they projected that they thought that it's gonna be kind of weird because most 
Democrats believe that the like corona response was not good. It was like 80 to 90 percent, 70, 80. But 57 percent Republicans believe that the coronavirus response by Trump has been good. So they're more likely to go in person and vote while the people that are scared to vote, which is more likely the or more likely to go outside, more scared to go outside, which are the Democrats are going to try to vote by mail. That's what yeah, they're projecting. That so that's going to be scary. In in connection to the coming election, I think one of the biggest topics that I think is going to be the focal point of what's like what's going to be the main selling point, I think, for Trump is going to be the current culture war that's kind of happening. And what I mean by that is uh, the Republicans, what they're basically doing is they are like, see, the, these, the, the Democrats, the BLM people, they're just trying to burn your cities down. And this has been further, like, uh, further argued after uh, the killing of Jacob Blake, and then the responses to the pro to the. Oh yeah, it wasn't the killing. Sorry, uh, the the shooting of Jacob Blake, and then the protest slash rioting that happened after, in response to that, and how people were killed. Seventeen year old, I forgot his name. Sorry. He was uh he was in the street. People he claimed that it was self defense and he killed two people and then injured another one. He was arrested. Yeah, he was arrested. He was arrested because he was a seventeen year old. Yeah, it's it's a weird situation. But I just wanted to get like your responses of how you're seeing like uh if you want to talk about the shooting and then uh the response. Protest. Wait, are we gonna talk about the shooting, or are we gonna talk about that main focus? I mean, that we you... could talk. We could talk about both. I mean, because I think the killing, or not the killing. Sorry, can you stop sh- put, uh, saying that? Uh, the shooting of Jacob Blake, that which transitions into why these uh, riots and these protests happened, that led to the killing, and which is gonna be, I think, the focal point of the uh, f- the the future. And just real quick, there's a study that came out that uh support for BLM is basically back or even worse than when it was after the George Floyd killing. So what do you those, mean worse? Like you so, said back. So like the the study I could pull it up but whatever. If if I just don't articulate well I'll put it up or something. I'll talk about it. But basically there's a study showing that the support for uh George Floyd there's an increase that happened after the after the George Floyd shooting. And then ever since that, like the the lasting effects, it's been dwindling. And then it, I think it was at the high point, it was like a 53 to 55% approval with like a 24 opposed. And now the opposition has grown to, I think like almost 30%. I could be wrong, but it's it's grown exponentially. And they're saying like, there hasn't been opposition like this until like, even before the George Floyd case. There's been more support, but it's, but it's so like, it's it, it's dwindled down from where it was after that it's like like almost like it just barely went up compared to before the George Floyd mm-hmm. but the yeah the, the against it like people against it has has risen the opposition against it has risen but that's because of this case I think because this case is just a really bad representation I mean it's like but also this study like, this study that could be this study was before me. this study was kind of like before okay. this happened or right as like the shooting and the protests were beginning because we kind of don't really know yet what's going to be the effects of this. Because people are just predicting, of course, it's going to get worse. It's going to be more opposition. Yeah. I actually look it up, but yeah, just continue with your point. No, I was just saying, yeah, like this case is very, 
very interesting. Obviously, like headlines, you're gonna read a headline, and what I'm assuming a lot of NBA players did, they read the headline. Man, again, right? And of course, to an extent, it's like, yeah, again, like why was another, why is it happened to be another black man and then a white cop, and then it's in the back also. Um, but this case is very, 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 very interesting. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Um, the fact, I'm not trying to discount anything that BLM would say for his favor, like that he's in the right or anything, but um, he had a warrant. So now what people are trying to figure out is like, did he have, did the cops that arrived on the scene know that he had a warrant for his arrest at the time? Um, warrant for his arrest being for sexual assault. Um, and then there was like some mixed up news. People were saying that he was breaking up a fight, but that wasn't true. I think he was already one of the people in the confrontation and the police arrived. Then they began, the police tried to apprehend him. He began trying to, I don't know, I don't want to say resist, but trying to slip away. He slipped away and then walks around his car and then seems to either reach in his car or get into his car. But there was um, a uh, there was a prior instance where he was uh, like there's like three or four cops and they had him already pinned down and then there's just clips of him after and when he got back up from that. Okay, so one. then what 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 takes you from being pinned down to getting up? And there's no way he's walking away and a cop is is uh, pointing a gun at him and he's just they're they're just quiet. You know they have to be saying something. They have to be giving some kind of order. Stop! Stop moving! Whatever. And they or, even grabbed his arm. Or my my question was just, which I think some people were saying, which from what I saw, which it was, why didn't they just detain him when they had him pinned down? I mean, was he struggling? What, what happened? Did they just like no, no, pin him I down? Mean, like, oh, get up! Hold up! Let me, I'll just I'll just see if I can find it. Since I then, like why? What? Why wouldn't they just not arrest him? Yeah, that's that was like the main question. If they let him go again, like yeah, yeah, you don't know yeah. if he's he snuck out of a, a hole or anything, and then. Walking to the car, I mean, I don't know. This is a very, very interesting, very interesting case. But um, I don't think that uh, he deserved to get shot as many times as he did. But then again, once you shoot, once you shoot the gun once, it's like you're shooting to kill. So there must have been, I don't want to say must have been, but like there's, I don't know, man. This is very difficult. This is a really difficult case. Yeah. I the, just fact don't know that, the fact that the leaving. cop shot him seven times, and I just looked it up right now. He was hit by four of the seven shots. I didn't know Here's that. I, th- thing, thought all, though, I thought all seven of the shots were like they all hit him, but only four of them did. One is the one is the number, right? That's the number that we need, right? Yeah. One is the number yeah. that matters. Um, after all those, it's like yeah, it's bad, but like the first one, that's the question. If that should have happened or not. Um, another thought is like he had his three kids in the back of his car. Is he really trying to fight the police by getting a knife or whatever they said he had in his car and then risk his life of his kids? Or was he trying to leave the scene, which again, I don't know why he would leave the scene um, unless he knew he had a warrant and he's trying to get out of that situation. But I don't know. I really don't know. It's a very interesting case. It's not no. cut and dry. It's not easy. It's not like yeah. It's know. not. It's it, not it, black it, and white. It's not black and white. Um, it is black and white, but yeah. I was just say like no pun intended. 
<laughs> but no, it's it's not one of these easy cases. George Floyd's easy. Um, to me, no, it's not easy it's anymore. No, nah, bro, you don't sit on someone's neck for. No, I'm not saying minutes. me. I'm saying because yeah. people try to find whatever they can to argue on the side of the. Yeah. You said, oh, like the, like the whole cost of death thing, for example. Yeah, they said. Oh, yeah, no, oh, so that's 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 okay. That's a difficult point too, right? Like he didn't. Well, I don't. People, some people say that he did die right there and then, but then some people said he died later on. Um, no, they had they yeah. had the police department released like a autopsy. Of, of how he died and they said it was because of drugs that he, he has taken and then uh, they did they so like people are like of course you're gonna like the police is gonna put an autopsy done by themselves to support that the police is not at fault and then they had I think he was an independent one and they said that there is no the, the guy like the guy he's like I, they said he's one of the best like 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 uh, uh, autopsies I don't know what the name of the people that do it but basically they said he's like one of the best in the business he's independent but he was hired by the family so that's why people like oh whatever he's like just doing it but he said that there isn't a way that you can argue without extremely just not trying to dismiss everything that you can't see the association change like he said like the cause of death the way that his body responded was trying to breathe but he couldn't so like there isn't a logical way that you could say that it wasn't because of him getting like asphyxiated so yeah So yeah, but this one is just really, it almost helps the other side because they're gonna say, well, you see, like when you when you don't follow instructions, and I know there were some instructions that were definitely not followed, like no one could look at that video and say, oh, he followed everything that police told him to do. But now the question is, is the the end result have to be death or shooting? Which shooting in that case? I think yeah. I think the biggest condemnation of this is not even even like like let's say that he didn't comply or whatever. There is so many instances where people that are white do not comply or they are even okay. No, wait, wait. I got to go about this. I got to talk about this. I got to talk about this. Okay, okay. I, this, I hate these videos. Okay, obviously, yeah, you can always like compare these videos of like, bro, this this white dude was wilding out and this cop didn't do anything. All right, bro, that's what you're supposed to do, though. Like, that's, I don't like those. I know it's the, obviously, there, we have a race problem with police in this country, but I just don't like when they find a random cop. They don't even know who this, they're just, someone's just reporting from, like, across the street, and this, I don't know, white dude's wilding, and then the cop's, like, trying to calm him down. They're like, look what, look what this cop did his do, but you don't even know that cop. Like, why are you uh, getting on him? I understand that a lot of times cops, I guess, uh, don't use uh, pressure or whatever when it comes to these white guys that kind of relax with it and try to calm the situation down and then of course you see a black guy it's, this person's more aggressive looking or because of where you grew up or how you see black people it's like they have more reason or more ways of I don't know attacking me so you feel more threatened I don't know but I just don't like the random videos that's all I'm but saying the, but like, all cops are not Huh? No, but what, 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 like, no, because the reason that those are showed is because you'll have people that will say, like, you, if you comply, nothing will happen to you. And then people will say, well, you'll have, well, well, let's show you. There's cases where people are not, are very violent and they're even like aggressive towards the cop and they're not dead. Or there's even instances where black people comply, though, like, what's it called? They'll put their hands behind their head. They say get down, they start getting down, and then a cop comes and still hits them or they'll do other stuff. 
So the, the yeah. argument The argument that people make That it's just like If you comply You won't get hurt Is not It doesn't yeah, yeah, always That, that also goes along the lines Of like the same Like not the same people But like Someone who would say like Well if you got nothing to hide Why are you scared about Like the NSA Right And it's yeah, usually like this, I guess it would be like The opposite right Because like the people Who would be saying like Just comply with what The police officers say Would probably also Not be okay with the NSA Oh no, yeah. I know, bro. If, if if a police officer has a, uh, an agenda and he wants to fulfill that, he, he's gonna do that. So it's like, obviously, you can comply all you want, but if a cop wants to make the situation hot, then it's gonna be hot. I don't know. That's just how it is. Um, I think that's I think, the issue yeah. that I don't see how it can be changed because it's like these are individual people, and I don't, so, bro. Some of these people are just like, we need to separate. We need to be. There's just a video today of a uh this girlfriend of this arkansas cop uh he was she was in the store with him and i guess she was talking to some black guy and he was like destroying her in the car like why are you talking to that whatever you can't be talking to them how do you think that makes me look when you're talking to them you're ruining my street cred whatever as a cop or whatever I was like, bro, so many people have deep-rooted ideals and thoughts, and it's like, I don't know if some of these ideals are going to change in a lot of these people. So I don't know how, what's the, even if we get to a point of, like, everyone sees it, or the, the vast, vast majority sees things wrong, and they're like, uh, policing the police all the time, so white people are stopping to see if black people are okay at, at police stops there's still going to be those people who think that they're in the right because they're the minority. They're going to be like, you, you guys are all sheep. You guys believe this, whatever. Black people, all the other people are below us and you don't understand. I don't know. Well, I first, just don't think that... Um, I think first, I don't think what people are arguing what they want to change is the individual because the individual... How about this? Let's just say that there's a, we're in a system where we can never get rid of uh, individual prejudice, right? I'm, I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. Because ultimately you oh, can't. Oh, that's that's how that's. No, 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 no. Listen, but listen. Things. No, no, no. Put George Floyd as the face of wait, the whole thing. That's wait, 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 wait. What I'm saying is this will happen, right? This is like it will happen, and I I know it's impossible, but I think what what needs to happen is the systems need to work into where people that if they do commit something heinous, they're able to be tried yeah. and punished correctly. I think the reason why people are mad and why like uh. Yes, a black man was killed, of course, but the way that we as Americans see justice is either, well, well, corrective justice through the government, since the government has like a monopoly on justice, it would be that they have to condemn this person, try them, have a fair trial, then they're convicted, and then they go to jail. But there's a study that came out that I think 95 to 99, depending on which study you're looking at, say that police, even if they commit a crime or if like when they go to trial, they're going to be not guilty. And there's clauses that give them immunity. So what we're trying to do is not the not the individual because the individual can never change. We don't know what's in an individual's heart, in his mind, if he has implicit or or like you said before, like bias. it's a reason to be mad about that. But it's not as much as what you're about to say. I'm guessing, which is just the law. Like people are more pissed off about the law. Yeah, the reason why people are mad, like yes, uh, of course, a black man was killed. Even if it's not even this instance, a black person was killed what's it called um you have to be able to rightly serve justice justice is blind but in this instance we're seeing that it's clearly not 
and to draw to draw uh what's it called uh like a parallel to see why there's such a disconnect between i think there's a little there's a white kid, uh so i mean i should have like got links and stuff but there's a little white kid who's playing outside and he got killed by a black guy right he was just playing outside a black guy killed him yeah but the thing but, but but and then people are like wow where's blm where's all these people they're coming out and they're not they're they're not condemning this. I love, not, I love they say that on Facebook. Like, yeah, but the thing is, that's how I know that we're having a disconnect. It's not, it's not only the crime itself of the individual. Because what happened to that guy? He was, he was caught. He was arrested. He's more likely than anything is gonna get is gonna get uh, gonna get charged on murder. And he's gonna get either yeah. that sentence or he's gonna go on life without parole. That doesn't happen to a cop. Yeah. A cop yeah. does that and he's getting suspended with pay gonna go chill in his house gonna go relax gonna take a vacation and then when they at the most leave, he gets fired and then moves to a different county and gets the same job yeah yep. i at think that even the most i've seen of punishment was the lady uh in dallas went into another person's apartment shot a guy who was in his underwear eating ice cream in his rifle house i'm so sorry i can't man like names are escaping me she got awesome. yeah yeah she was guilty they found her guilty but she didn't get charged like a normal like person if it was like, like a, a normal black, person like yeah. if it was a black person committing uh, a crime or if it was a black person committing a, a crime on a black person or if it was a, a white person committing a crime on a white person it's just there's a there's we were what i think people are trying to miss is that they're we're not arguing people are not arguing for the individual con- condemnation of like raise individuals because i think ultimately that's a that's a battle that you can never win because you can never like stop racist individuals i think it's the systems yeah. in place and I think you have you have you have two things, right? You have the fear criminality of black people. You have to have where it comes from, and then you have to have are the are these systems racist, right? So, like in the first instance, if you deny that system systematic racism exists, because if you just say, "Oh, the law doesn't say black people are bad, therefore racism doesn't exist," solved, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can just say that we're not a racist country and we have no issues, and you deny that. And the second point is the fear of criminality. You have to establish where does where does criminality come from? I think the the thing that people are not talking about, and the uh, Sam Harris, which I think does a horrible job at this, he's like almost a disgusting individual when it comes to this topic. Um, he will talk about race, but he talks about it from what I think uh, he says it explicitly. But what I think a lot of people believe is that. Uh, the fear of, of black anger and criminality doesn't come from social economic reasons, which is what I think a lot of leftists or people on the left believe, but that it comes inherently from being black, that it comes from a gene, that it comes from something when you're black that it just it's in it's within you. That you're already that there's something within you that you're predisposed to criminality. Predisposed. And then you'll have people that um, argue just like though they like to argue they'll say oh 13% of the people commit 15% of the criminal the violent crime in this country they're 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 just something's wrong with them they'll throw 1350 that's like a really common point that people like to throw out to show like oh it's got 1350 i'm not saying like i hate black people 1350 why are they committing this crime blah, 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 blah. which is it's like a misguided statistic but yeah it's it, you have to establish like what's it called um there's like a study that was done that uh, it's actually 1333, but then you have to take into account 50% of like homicides that happen in the black community are gang related, mm-hmm. compared to 4.7 in the white community. 
So if black like if black people were just naturally disposed disposed to like crime, why why isn't it like generally across the board like their crime rates are all over the board, just not in when it comes to gang culture? Because like in other levels of crime rate at the exact same as other groups. I can go deeper too, talking about like how certain communities, certain communities of different races, black or Hispanic or whatever, are sometimes, not always, lower income. And then in lower income communities, there's certain things that might happen, not because you want to do it, but because it's a way to put food on the table. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go. That goes know. back far. That's a whole discussion. I don't know. Even leaving it out there doesn't give it justice. But yeah. I, just, I could kind of just really quickly, uh, just something because I was like writing some shit down as I was overthinking. Like, why is it that in these communities, the disproportionate amount of crime is wrapped up in it, or these the crimes in gang related crimes? You have to kind of then you're asking even a deeper question of what causes gangs to happen. I mean, we can get into that, but. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It I and I think it's we didn't we we romanticize like the mafia or the yakuza or stuff like that, but we don't learn the lesson of why they came, to, why they were there, why they happened. It wasn't because like oh I just want to do crime, blah 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 blah. No, it's because there's these people in these poor areas can't provide for their family. They're in locked up positions, so they have to find a way to provide by any means. And you're into crime. Yep. And I think that's what we're missing. Yeah, that, that was just something. Especially that I, they don't want to let you in your businesses like Italians and other groups like the Polish or whatever back then. Like they literally couldn't get jobs at certain places. So it's like, what else am I supposed to do? I don't what have else? money to go to a university. And there's trickles down from there. Yeah. Yeah, there's just like, you have to look at the entire system. But look, I, I just to leave at this before like we go to something else. Black, people act. People don't act sporadically. People act according to their situation. People have like if you put them in a certain situation, you take the average out of them. It usually follows what you believe. If you put someone in a in a place where they're in a bad situation, or they can't have the finances or the opportunities to do something, they're not gonna like these success stories that you're happening. They're not a uh, true telling of what. Like people, what you, the mean is yeah. What the mean is, it's 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 bad. And I think the on the last, just one question I want to like to leave with people, even if people like don't agree. But if you think that the problem is genetic, then you have to prove it. So then people could see like, oh, which was kind of trying to eugenics. But if the if the if the problem of, of black people is genetic, prove it. And if it's a socioeconomics thing then why are we not fixing it because aren't we americans as well um that's that's just I mean, uh, right if, if 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 you are saying something like that you probably think that you're higher up than the other people and you don't see them as equal so but you would first have to sure. yeah but i would just say if that's the case let's just play devil's advocate which is a horrible thing to be talking about this but you would have to prove it that it's a genetically thing and it hasn't been proven oh, well, tried. well look at him yeah <laughs> uh yeah but just clear his name clear his crystal water <laughs> yeah but just going like, on country accent they everywhere uh, like they're not in boston yeah but just just from all of this 
like that we're talking about um like the nba wnba and mlb some team or the nba they had like i think the first it was the bucks the nba started it yeah and then the the wnba and other sports followed suit yeah, they boycotted as a result of... Hockey was trying to hold on. Hockey was like... Yeah, hockey so... I saw that. There's not that many. First of all, there's not that many black players in the NHL. And I saw... You don't have to... There could, there could be zero, bro. There could be zero. Yeah, no, but I'm saying... And then there's a... I saw a statement from one of the few black hockey players. And they said that... He said that the NHL, they don't do much, you know, for them. Which... Bro, they put you on the cover, bro. Be respectful. They yeah. put you on NHL 20, bro. Yeah, but I just wanted to really quick just ask. Now that, well, we know what happened. A lot of the sports are coming back on. Do you think that we're going to see more of this? And then do you think that there, these boycotts are successful in achieving anything? I or mean, are, the there, or most, are there other ways of going at this? The obvious one is awareness. Um it gets people to talk about it, you know. Other than that, I don't see any other. I don't know. What do you guys think about besides so, awareness? I think that one thing that can happen is that it can become more normalized to boycott games. Um, yeah. At least over the course of like a very short period of, period of time. Now, will it be effective? Probably not. And definitely not if the entire league... if okay, part of the league is not on board, right? If something like this is, is to succeed, it doesn't even have to be about sports or about this specific issue, like just boycotts in general. If a part, or more specifically, a significant part of the group that is, is able to boycott is not boycott, then it is not going to be successful. It's the same thing with a strike. When you have people who break strikes, the strike yeah. is not going to be successful, right? It's the same thing because the boycott is a strike. You need that's, to have everyone on board. That's why yeah. people were, were getting yeah. mad that they were calling a boycott. They said it would have been more appropriate. I mean, this last one, during the playoffs, all the teams that were playing were okay with it. They they gave the green light to boycott. So, I mean, yeah. Well, I also think this. It's harder to plan a boycott across the league whenever every single franchise acts independently from each other. Yeah. Right? Yep. And on top of that, they're all acting underneath an umbrella which is the league itself so it's, if you're it's like have, the federal government and the teams are the state the nba is the the feds yeah if, if you're gonna have something that works to the point where something actually gets done um there's a lot of factors that have to go right i'm not gonna say it's impossible but i will say that there's a shitload of organization yeah you first have has to go point. into it and they there's no such level right now yep. hey what do you what do you guys think about like Someone saying, not me, this is not my thought, but someone said that when these uh, protests happen and some people choose to riot and they choose to burn things down and break things down, they are speeding up the process by which the the local government system or whoever is working on the case gets things going. Like, if you guys don't hurry up, we're going to burn this place completely to the ground. So are you saying that in a way way riots and burning and everything is effective? Is that what you're trying to say? Like like the the legal people or the the lawmakers in that town or whatever are saying, yo, we need to make sure we get this done quickly before... If not, they're going to start burning and... Continue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
the rioters, not the protesters, protesters are cool, but the, the people who come specifically to riot, whether their motive is to just be angry or to actually destroy property up. or steal. Yeah, but like the thought is that, you know, like they're breaking down a bunch of stuff. If we can come out and say this person is charged or well, that's also difficult because like you're almost like messing up the case because you don't want to rush it and say, OK, yeah, uh, uh, we were charging him or we're, we're arresting him. So I don't know. What do you think? I guess in a sense, yeah, the riots and the everything that involves destruction of property does uh, encourage the whoever policymakers, local policymakers or something. It encourages them to act fast because I mean, nobody wants their city all burned and destroyed. So, yeah. But imagine sometimes like that stuff gets like, all right, people are quiet. We're gonna go through our legal proceedings and we'll, we'll get this. Movie. We'll take our time with it, you know. Yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, uh, I would just like break it down into two claims. So like, do the rights help? I'll just depends. So like, the reason riots why? No, I'm gonna talk about like the rights first. I think we're talking about riots. Yeah, yeah. In particular. So, so what I mean mm-hmm. by I mean by it kind of depends. So the argument is being made, which is, look. People go out and it's peaceful. So like after the George Floyd protests, like after they were covered, they were still going on in many cities, but no one covered them. The only way people got to see them was if they're literally looking at them on Twitter. Twitter. The movement uh, was not in the national spotlight as much. So people that posted their black, uh, it's called squares, were satisfied. And like they, it was, it was they, they did their activism for the year. Their activism was checked off. They helped the, the needy African. The, they, they went. That was fire. That was Martin Luther King esque. They, they did their march. They did their missionary. Yeah, I mean their missionary, their missionary work. work. Yeah. <laughs> so blackout Tuesday. Man, yeah. So I'm, people. I'm so so you'll have people that generally care. Generally, okay. Generally care depending on who it is. That are like, wow. So we do it peacefully, like you say, like you say, over and over. But you don't hear us. But if we go burn something. Oh, now we got your attention, right? And does that help the process get done? I think it's a double-edged sword. So what yeah. I mean by that is the main problem with... It's not a problem because it's inclusive, but the big problem with BLM, and it also happened with the Black Panthers and the Civil Rights Movement, if you look at documentation, is that BLM isn't an organization that has like a strict guideline on what they what they're trying to achieve like there isn't a central body of like yo we were the representatives of blm anybody could be a blm anybody could join which is also one of their biggest weaknesses so anybody could just dress up and say i support blm go burn something up i support blm i'm gonna go kill someone i'm gonna and then in the name of blm the movement could stop it's a double-edged sword if you want to burn something down you can also cause controversy but also what then you're doing is you're it's the ball is not necessarily in your court. You're at the uh, the um, the mercy of the state because the state has a, a monopoly on violence. So if it, like if the state deems that something's bad and they take it out, it's justified because that's kind of what we like yeah, exactly. sign up for if we are in a society. So what I mean by that is you'll see something burning down and you'll have Trump and his goons say, "Hey, you see them people." It's going to continue to happen If you vote for someone else Vote for me, law and order I got you Don't worry about it That's Biden's America In Trump's America So they can keep pushing the narrative That people That people are violent That's why it's a double-edged sword You want people to continue You want to do that All that 
you can do it. I, I, I condemn it because then what's going to happen is you're going to have a double-edged sword where you can do all this, but then it gives more fuel. And I'll give kind of even a more extreme example. So in the 30s in Germany, there's a certain group of people that took power, right? The Nazis, right? But they, but basically, what was happening? When, when, no, no. But when they took power, what they started doing? No, no. But what they started doing? Real quick, I saw it was trying to be a joke, right? Come off as well. But what they started doing is they, like, they put anti-Jewish propaganda on, like, their their movies and like books. They taught children. They're doing all of this, right? But what they're really, but what they were waiting for was they wanted, they wanted, uh, they were looking for something to push the agenda even further. They were waiting for retaliation. They were waiting for some sort of provocation. Provocation. So I think it was in Paris. There was a Jewish man that got annoyed with someone and he shot shot a German diplomat. He was either a German diplomat or it was a diplomat another state. They had keys like that. But it was in in Paris. But the thing is, the moment it happened, the Germans said, all right, perfect. We got what we needed. They said, look at them. They're violent. They're horrible people. This isn't, imagine, this is even more extreme example. This isn't another country. They said, look what happened over there. The Jewish people, they're violent. They did this and this and this and this. All right, that gives justification. And then Bloody Sunday, or uh, not Bloody Sunday, I'm confusing the two. Whenever they started going and they started burning the synagogues and they Crystal started, knocked. yeah, yeah they started stunned. burning the synagogues. They started doing this. They said they were they were they were provoked because of, because of violence by Jewish people. So what I'm saying is, you're giving fuel to the fire when it comes to the opposition that says that they're violent, that we need to have law and order, that we need to do this and that. That's the double sword place. You have to be careful. And then, sorry. Lastly, what I will say is, what you have to argue is that you can. De- I think the best strategy, even Biden should pay me. But I think the best strategy that it should be because Biden and what's called, they're gonna lose if they don't answer correctly. But what they need to do is, you have to condemn the violence. But then you also have to say, we condemn the violence. But we also have to understand why why people are angry, why people are frustrated. Oh, there isn't reform in the system. There isn't this and that. We we're if, if you're with us. We're gonna solve it. If it's with them, they're gonna keep finding the flames of of there's good side, there's good people in the KKK. There's a everyone's good even if they commit the bad, and they're gonna keep fanning the flames of of division in the country. You have to keep for you have to tell people like oh it, like people are mad, people are angry, and we don't want people to condemn violence. And we also have to understand why people are mad, so we can solve those issues and bring a more cohesive and more pro- progress moving country. That would be what I would think. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree on that. I'm not about to, <laughs> I'm not about to refute that research. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Nope. Uh, yeah, let's talk about something else. Um, you you can go ahead. I think we got the topics that I had on my thing. Yeah, so I think, if you want to, I think we talked about everything. But... Wait, 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 no, wait, wait. Sorry, can we talk about Kyle Rittenhouse real quickly, please? Yeah, what, what about him? About what, bro? I about who Isaiah? The the seventeen year old shooter from Oh Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like bro, if you see all the angles, okay. It's like an order of operation to say it's kinda weird. So the gun's not his, right? It's his friends. His friend's not over twenty one. His mom's I think so. It's his mom's? I think it was his what? mom's. Yeah, that's why she's being charged as an accomplice. Oh, it's Kyle Rittenhouse. No, his mom gun. drove him, didn't didn't she? Yeah, but she also she was also armed. So they 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 said that they I think they said that's either hers. I've heard I've heard multiple. I've heard it was friend. hers or his friend. Okay, so either way he can't have it. Well, I know actually he could. I don't know about 
Can you no, just Can you have it? Right now, he's it's illegal if he has a firearm because he's under 17 and you can't even like open carry whatever firearm if you're 17. And he drove across state borders. So this is what I'll say, right? There's a video of these people. Uh, I don't know if it was at TV, but I don't know if it was. They lit a garbage can on fire and they were rolling it towards the police, right? Dude comes clean over with a fire extinguisher, snuffs it, and then this is a period out of camera view. This appears out of camera view. And then they start chasing him, right? Um, one dude provokes him, starts leaning up towards him, then he shoots him, right? Grazes him in the head, hits him in the, I think, the colon or something, something like that. And then after that, he runs away, gets on the phone, calls his friends, like, but I just, I think I just killed someone. Then people are like, whoa, he's getting away. He runs away, he trips and falls. Oh no, he's running away to go call the EMT. He's like, EMT, EMT, trying to get the police or whoever's attention to go get that guy medical attention. He falls down, people are chasing him. The first guy, who just so happened, like, I don't know how people get this information, bro. They found out that one dude is a a, a former or a ex. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He was, a, he was like, I think in the sexual assault zone. person. And another dude uh, was a pedophile. He like, had sexual encounters with a two-year-old and a ten-year-old. Um, two-year-old? Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the, the two-year-old, but I just know that he was like a sexual. No, nah, bro, I read the, I read okay, the then what's called. It was two counts of sexual assault, and then one was uh, another two-year-old thing with like baby monitoring stuff. But uh, anyway, that's all served time, so they're out of jail, so that really doesn't matter. But people are like, oh, justified, like at least he killed those ones or the bad ones, the bad apples. Anyway, he was on the ground. Then the dude's over him. He shoots that one. And I'm like, all right, well, I mean, he's on the ground. Uh, uh, and then another one, he shoots that's kind of bearing over him to the side. And then he begins shooting at the ground. And then he just waits, I guess, for the police to kind of slowly walk over to him. But even before, he was like taking interviews. He was talking to people like, oh, yeah, I'm just here to protect this building, blah, 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 blah. All the shootings from the video perspective, they don't look, they're bad because people die. But they don't look that bad when you think about the, uh, self-defense aspect but then you take it back and say hey was he even supposed to have the gun in the first place legally so this is this know. is what i've heard so for me it's even weird that he went to go protect property that wasn't his well <laughs> no no he's like he he's tired that's the that's the idea right i'm tired of people okay destroying yeah. stuff he pushed it but the the argument that's being made that they say i think i think he might get self-defense but the argument that's being made is that so he he shot and I think he shot and killed. Was it the first guy he shot and killed, or did he injure the first one? He shot and killed the first one. All right. So after that, right? What they're saying is that you can make the argument that the that the mob that chased him after was in self defense, right? They say this is the argument. If you're in a crowded place, like they say you're in a place and someone shoots, some people's flight or flight kicks in. If they're fight, they're gonna try to stop the shooter, regardless of if he's good or bad. Yeah. To mm-hmm. stop him from shooting again. So they took that as self-defense. Then he probably took that as, oh, I'm going to kill someone even self-defense and shot back. So it's just a circumstance of chaos and everything happening. Because you can interpret yeah, that they I saw really like, someone got shot. Oh, what the hell? Let me stop him. Like, it's like this yeah, situation, yeah. like if there's someone on a plane with like a gun, people rushing to try to, to stop him. So that's yeah, yeah. that's the thing that they did as well. If we if we actually know the rules and everything correctly. So that's why it's like, it's the it's the worst situation possible that could have like, yeah, it's weird. Bro, one of the dude's arms. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw something that. more disgusting. But my thing life. is, my thing is, my thing what is, if, if if someone gets his shot, arm got blown off half the yeah, way. His arm, his arm got blown off, yeah, and you could I, see I, like Alex. And he was just like shaking. He was like, 
it was but just my like, thing but my thing is oh, even like if he is even Jesus. even if he shot like he shot someone and killed someone i don't care if he's in the right is the cops not even going like like check up on him because i know the cops didn't see what happened because there was like an it was lawlessness it was just people like Bro, the cops gave him water at the beginning the cops were cool. yeah but it, that's yeah. what i'm saying if you shoot someone at like in the very minimum are you not gonna like Grab him, charge him, or like put him to the side of the like, No, area. he. But sure. man, it's they, were, the they were in the area where he fell yeah. down, where he ran away and fell down. He was like, Police, EMT, EMT. Um, which was, I don't know, was that a cover up? That whole situation was yeah. fucking horrible. And I'm, we'll see what happens. I'm just sad that, that anyone had to die. Yeah. Um, but he's gonna be, yeah. he's gonna be made to be a. Uh, a martyr. Some people are saying he's a martyr, or not martyr, because he didn't die, but he's like a hero, American hero, because this is what's happening. Yeah, in Ryan Urlacher, former former linebacker, Hall of Fame linebacker for the Chicago Bears. He likes to post talking about like he's a hero or free. Poor, poor, poor his poor children, because he has black children. Am I mistaken? He has black kids. Yeah, black kids. Yeah. Oh, man. And another special segment, reoccurring fan favorite, Counselor's Corner. Alex, can you give some advice to the people yeah, yeah, yeah. listening? I have given out this advice before. But I think I got it from Isaiah, so I'm kind of stealing it. But um, if you're religious, at least, sorry, Juan, but uh, praying, I've been praying a lot because, you know, my, my dear friend Isaiah has uh, told me about it. It does help a lot. It has helped me, even though I haven't done it. I haven't been, do- I haven't been doing it for a while, but I've only for been doing it for a while. Like, I changes this. So yeah, just- I don't always say like, "Sorry, Juan." Like I don't, I don't care. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, that's my advice. He's like, man. "Sorry, praying affects you." Sorry. If you have faith and you're religious, just that's my advice. What else you guys got? Uh, uh, nah. If I have some advice, um, even though I haven't had the 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 chance to use this to my fullest extent don't underestimate the power of coffee as a networking tool oh yeah because that went crazy that went crazy <laughs> <laughs> okay i see you i see you you you, you put my advice to shame okay okay no dude <laughs> no advice is just a different <laughs> it's, it's kind of different area no but like I've had the chance to at least like meet up with one of the the ex interns from where I'm interning right now, twice over coffee, and he stressed that a lot, and a lot of people have. And when I try to see if I can use that more as coronavirus kind of hopefully dies down a little bit, but I will say, coffee like going over co- like going over shit while drinking coffee in the span of like 30 minutes to an hour could be a very powerful tool for networking and um you'd be surprised at how many people would be more than up for you know for a cup of coffee and 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 a, and a good talk with you so don't really like i know it sometimes it feels like you can um be overstepping boundaries or you're just generally afraid to ask but ask for for ask for some coffee with Someone that you want to network with. Nice. And if you don't drink coffee, most places serve tea and water and all that stuff. It's just yeah, you, I mean, coffee is like, coffee is just like, yeah. just have a decaf or something. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. go get coffee or tea or or just um, put whiskey water. in your coffee cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah put some cognac in your in, in your cognac. Cup. That's that's just <laughs> <a> cognac. <laughs> really 
advice. All right, Yadiel. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, my uh, what's it called? My advice is gonna be in Latin. I'll explain why. But basically, it's it's a phrase. In yeah, study, study. Oh, um, okay. No, nah, hold you on. Like, you 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 are not about to Michael Jordan us today, bro. Hold on, hold on, bro. You gotta let me introduce it, bro. I gotta build up the suspense. You gotta make me redo my intro. All right. So my advice in my, uh, is like in a Latin phrase, and I explain why it's in Latin. So it's pronounced momento mori. It was used mm-hmm. by Stoics a lot, and basically in English it just means remember you will die. So what mm-hmm. when you, if you keep that if you keep that in mind, you know that you'll be able to accept things without arrogance or just being extremely boastful, and then it let you get past the bad things without like get past bad things, uh, being indifferent. So like instead of if you get mad at like someone blocked you off in traffic or someone didn't wear their mask say why are you getting upset why am i getting upset over this because at the end of the day i'm probably either gonna it's not gonna be that big of a deal or at when i die it's gonna perish so is it really that important so the only thing you can really control in life is not wasting time on the thing you can't control so i'd be my hey, shout out to mac miller and that i think my advice should just be patience practice patience uh whether it's in talking to people that you do or don't like i don't know if it's your your work your work people that you don't like or even with with family i think practicing patience we we say that we do it a lot but we don't we don't act on it so practicing patience and something i have to work on for sure in a lot of different ways so yeah, I would just say try to be patient in different ways in your life and take note of it. Alright, and then lastly, another fan favorite reoccurring segment on the podcast. We have recommendations. So I have like two recommendations for in terms of shows. I've strongly encouraged it's probably one of the best shows I've seen in a while, even though it's only like I think third episode just came out. It's called Love Lovecraft Country. On HBO, came out two three weeks ago. Uh, it appears every Sunday, 8, 8, 8 p.m. Central. And I don't know how to describe it because it's like a very weird show. But just imagine a a black cast being able to just be black without it having to like overemphasis on them being black. They just yeah, they just get to be normal characters in it with amazing black uh uh, uh what's it called actors. But it's staged in the early 1900s or I think right after it's either right after the Korean War or like it's during the right before the civil rights movement or during just around that time and you kind of see like life back then but it's kind of like a sci-fi realism show that's like the best way I can explain it I don't want to ruin anything I strongly recommend it I'm not a big fan of like sci-fi stuff but I watched the first episode I'm like alright HBO got another one with this and then for my book I have a Think Fast Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kamen. You guys, how you say it? Basically, just a very quick synopsis. It's kind of re-looking or rediscovering or re-examining how we think, how can we be more effective thinkers, and how we can restructure our way of thinking to be more productive, healthier, mentally stronger, stuff like that. So that's kind of the synopsis of the book. Um, I'll go my gut with my gut is quick. It's not a book. It's not a TV show or anything. 
it's a it's a game. It's called Jackbox Party Games. Pretty sure a lot of people know about this, but um, I actually got to play with this. Or I got I got to play with uh, my roommates yesterday, and that was very fun. We played. I think it was the fourth or fifth edition. Those games are great for either like getting to know people or especially if you're already like good friends with somebody like with the group because you have a lot of inside jokes but the the best way to put it is like well there, there's like several different mini games that are you know party themed and they're all kind of like kahoot where you send in an answer or you do something that's like interactive with your phone but it's super fun it's what is it called jackbox jackbox yeah they sell it on steam Oh. How much is this? It depends. So, like, you can buy one of them, which I think it's like the older. The older ones are obviously like cheaper. I think they're usually about fifteen bucks. But if you want to buy the super pack, where you have like all five jackboxes, it's probably gonna be like fifty. So it's on Steam. So you play on the PC. Like you need to be on a. On a... Well, it, it can be on like. PS4, Switch, Xbox, PC, whatever, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But, but it, it's just like you basically, like you have the game on your console or your computer, and then on your phone, you go online to jackbox.tv, and then you connect through there the same way you would do with Kahoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Now that you mentioned it, yeah, my recommendation would be... Yeah, Fall Guys. Probably, yeah, DL, you probably know about it. What? Did you say Fall Guys? I was about to say it, yeah. <laughs> I, I, didn't it. Say, I, I hadn't said I, it before. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. You know. Oh, go, 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 go. All oh, guys, it, it's fun, it's fun. It's free on the PlayStation Store for this month. Month's about to end, so. All oh, guys, it's really fun. You can watch some gameplay. It's there. literally yeah, the most that? popular game right now in, in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I've seen shit about it. How'd you find that, Alex? What? How'd you find that? What? How, How did, did you, you find, find that? that? On the PlayStation Store. Oh, you found it? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. It's cool. It's cool. How are you? It's cool. 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 And stole uh, his and yeah, got his stop, bro. That's tough. Speeding off the black man's right. back. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm gonna give y'all. Oniva. Let's see. Okay, you know what? Let's promote black women for lunch, you know? I'm gonna yeah. give y'all. I've just now listened to this album. I'm not even gonna give it a. I can't even give it a full review. But if you look up. Tiwa Savage, who is an African artist who makes very sensual R&B slash Afrobeats music. You should check out her new album called Celia that just came out last Friday. It was really, really good. Um, if you are of the non-African persuasion or the non-Nigerian persuasion, and you don't understand what they're saying, Niger? then just just listen to the music because the music is fire. And if you like to dance, it'll be some good dancing music. Um, also, 
there's an artist who's a little bit probably more known among Americans named Jojo. She, she dropped an album a long time ago, earlier this year, but she dropped the deluxe and it kind of made me go back and check it out. And she dropped Tory Lanez off the album. That's my story. But, uh, yeah, she has an album called Good to Know. And, yeah, it's really good. All right. All right. On that note, wrap it up. We want to say thanks for everyone listening. Go ahead to the outro. Protect black women. Black Lives Matter. Protect black women as well. For that very reason that uh, Isaiah said earlier. The situation. Protect black women. All right. We'll see you. Thank you for watching. Thank you. Bye. See you later, guys. See you.